Hey, everybody. Do you remember that episode 189, Epstein didn't kill himself with Charlie Robinson? Well, Charlie Robinson decided to throw his hat in the ring and start his own podcast called Macroaggressions. And I'm telling you right now, it is something to listen to. He's got 12 episodes out already, and they are awesome. Anywhere from the New World Order to Bush and Cheney's saga with 9-11 to American Wars, he has a lot of different topics because he's covering the topics that were in his book called The Octopus of Global Control. He's going through his book in great detail on podcast format. You're gonna want to hear this. And not only is he talking about the contents within his book, but he's also doing exclusive interviews with people like James Corbett, Kev Baker, Sam Tripley, Whitney Webb, tons of great people he has lined up for this podcast. And I'm telling you guys, you're not going to be disappointed. So go ahead and check out Macro Aggressions on your favorite podcast playing app, such as Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or whatever you listen to podcasts on. Macro Aggressions is there waiting for you to listen. And now what you're about to hear is a sneak peek preview of an episode that hasn't even aired yet called Depopulation Agenda. Let's get to it. You ever get the feeling that your government is trying to kill you? I mean, they are. I mean, it sounds crazy when you say it like that, but they just seem to be working against our best interests everywhere we turn. Uh, There's another uh, program that the government has instituted that just doesn't seem to be in our best interest, and yet here we are pretending that it doesn't exist and, and, you know... uh, looking the other way or convincing ourselves that it's all in our heads, um, you have to kind of remember that the government that we are living under in the United States, and and for those listening outside of the United States, I would imagine your government's no better, maybe even worse. Um, they hate us. They hate the people. They see. They wish that there were fewer of us. They wish that the 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 smart ones that are digging into their corruption. Uh, they certainly wish that that all of us would go away. Uh, they don't appreciate us sticking our nose into their business. Although it's technically it's our business too. I mean, we live on this planet. We live in these countries. Like it. It's about us. The government is supposed to serve us. Of course. Um, the. Somewhere along the line, that has been twisted up, and they believe that we work for them, and they can tell us what to do. But uh, if they had it their way, and if you caught a lot of these people on a you know on a on an honest moment, which is asking a lot for people in government, they would probably admit that that it things would move a lot, a lot easier, a lot smoother for them if there were fewer of us around, and. When you start talking about the depopulation agenda, that is a really fast way to get you looked at funny by your friends and family, the friends that are not into this sort of stuff. Anyone that actually digs into it, though, it takes about 30 minutes of research and looking around and reading, watching videos and, uh, you know, all that stuff to figure out that there's a lot to this. I know it sounds crazy. I realize that. Hell, the first time I heard it, it sounds bananas. And and also, probably the first time I heard it was Alex Jones uh, screaming, you know, they're coming to get us. They're all going to, you know, the Tricoms are coming to kill us. And you're like, okay, like, I I kind of believe you, but I need, I need more, you know, I need to, I need to hear more. So I did a whole chapter on it called the depopulation agenda and finding quotes that backed up this agenda 
was surprisingly easy. I mean, they're they're everywhere. It's a, it's weird to me. Like, if I was into something really horrific, I would. Uh, I imagine I would want to keep it quiet. You know, I would. I don't know that I'd really be open about it or advertising. I'm talking about something that's really bad. Like I'm advocating for something that's just where normal people would look at you like, what it would just matter with you? But the the people that wind up in like high positions of power or really wealthy families and everything, they speak openly about this. Like they, they're not ashamed or embarrassed or anything. It's part of what they believe. Um, and it's weird. It, I mean, it's obviously evil, but it's, it's also, it's weird to even feel free enough to talk about that. Like, yeah, I think we should reduce the population, you know? Um, so I want to, I'm just going to go through. This is a quote from uh, from Michael Snyder, who's an author. He's talking about this. He says, unfortunately, there's a growing number of scientists, politicians, and global opinion makers that believe that we must reduce the size of human population for the good of the planet. They are convinced that humanity is causing global warming, killing off other species, and making this planet unlivable in their quest to save the future of the planet. They are becoming bolder and bolder with their calls for population control. They love death because they believe that it will help save the earth. They figure that with fewer humans around, there will be fewer carbon emissions, less pollution, and more room for other species. So, how will this be achieved? Afterbirth abortions, mobile euthanasia teams, sperm-destroying ultrasound technologies, and putting contraceptives in the tap water— are just some of the ways that are being proposed to reduce current human numbers. This hatred of life and love of death is being taught in colleges and universities all over the Western world, and this population control philosophy is becoming increasingly dominant with each passing year. Now, if you think that he's wrong about this, all you have to do is look at the two-child policy in China. I mean, they outright put a cap on the number of kids that could be born. Uh, there was a huge push to have female you know, babies aborted. And it was in place for two decades plus in China. So anyone that tells you that there's, you know, that this is all in your head or this is just some conspiracy theory, like you can just very easily point them to the two-child policy in China and just say, listen, it ha it's happening. It's, this is not some dystopian future nightmare scenario that we're talking about. Like the future is now in China in, for a lot of things, talk about social credit systems and, uh, you know, dystopian nightmares, like the future that we envisioned in Blade Runner um, or Minority Report or, you know, Terminator and everything like that's either already happening in China or damn near happening. You know, it, there, but this is there's this it's a scary thing. Well, the scary thing, I should say is that this is not some theoretical idea that, you know, may emerge sometime in the future. This is a real program that Michael Snyder is talking about. It's operational now. In the Netherlands, in fact, they have six different euthanasia teams 
that are going door to door to offer their service. Listen to this. The project, which has provoked sharp criticism from doctors, is the brainchild of the Dutch largely donor-funded Right to Die-NL. It follows the government's 2002 decision to legalize euthanasia, making the Netherlands the first country in the world to do so. Wahlberg de Jong, a spokesman for the organization, said that since the ruling, some 3,100 assisted suicides had been carried out annually. The mobile euthanasia teams, she said, operated free of charge and were designed to make it easier for patients enduring indeterminable suffering to end their lives. Well, that's certainly nice of them to make the services free. I mean, what kind of an asshole charges the elderly to kill them, after all? But it's it's weird to me that the concept of thinning out the herd is suddenly gaining traction, but then again, I think about how much easier it would be to get around in traffic or go through the TSA line at the airports and everything. And I think there might be something to it. Obviously, obviously, I'm being facetious there. But uh, the, the truth of the matter is that the people that are in high positions of power, uh, they aren't kidding about that. They do see the rest of us as being kind of in the way. Uh, of them sort of, you know, screwing up their, their lives. And it's not to say that you have to be mouse a tongue to have, you know, to want these sort of population control philosophies. I mean, Jacques Cousteau, remember him? Like sweet old Jacques Cousteau, scuba diver, you know, inventor and save the oceans guy. He said, in order to stabilize world population, we must eliminate 350,000 people per day. It's a horrible thing to say, but it's just as bad not to say it. No, it's not. No, no, it's not just as bad not to say it. Perhaps you don't understand what not saying it means. It's pretty fucking bad to say we need to get rid of 350,000 people per day. Like, who knew Jacques Cousteau was such a dick? You know, Ted Turner, Ted Turner, Ted Turner said, a total world population of 250 to 300 million, a 95% decline from present levels would be ideal. There, there is a, a very weird line of thought for some people that consider themselves to be above another class of people. When they look at other people that they consider to be like inferior to them, whether you know whether it's based on actual criteria or some abstract sliding scale of psychopathy, uh, they seem to conclude that the best thing would be if those other people were removed from the planet. I mean, it's a why must this be done? And why must it be done so quickly? Like Ted Turner is talking about removing like 7 billion people from the planet. I mean, I don't, I'm sure he's not volunteering himself, but it's, I, I don't know. It's just, it's strange to me that they, they want this done. So, so, you know, they want it done in the first place is weird, but they want it done so quickly. But um, they're talking about everyone else kind of screwing up the gene pool and putting our species at risk for the future, you know, because the, the product won't be as well built. 
But never mind the fact that they're the ones having thoughts about indiscriminately mass murdering people for no good reason. These other people are somehow the problem because they like to watch pro wrestling and they think John Travolta is a great actor or something. I mean, they can't help that. What's your problem for advocating for the death of 7 billion people? And if we're we're really going to prioritize which people need to leave this earth in a hurry, um, maybe it should be the people calling for 7 billion people to be killed. Like maybe you're the one screwing up the gene pool with thoughts like that. I mean, keep them to yourself. I mean, it's one thing if you're just some dude, you know, sitting out in front of a 7-Eleven drinking old English all night and you're talking about how everybody's got to go. Well, you're not going to do anything about it. But Ted Turner has access to a shitload of money and he is a full-blown eugenicist. In fact, people think he's the one that put the Georgia Guidestones up. Georgia Guidestones are weird. It's like a Stonehenge mixed with the Ten Commandments mixed with Waffle House. It's very strange. And it talks about, you know, keeping population it, it, it reducing the population to 500 million in balance with nature. What are you talking about balance with nature? With, says who? These maniacs? I'm not going to listen to them. What do they know about that? Uh, Henry Kissinger, serial killer slash m- most likely reptile, said world population needs to be decreased by 50%. I think that's a great idea. Let's start by cutting Henry Kissinger in half. What do you say? 